Hey, it's Lisa Carlin from Attacking Third to tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. It's equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend. The Hyundai Santa Fe features available all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, plus available dual wireless charging pads, ensuring that you can take on any adventure. It's ski season, and with the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe, I can easily load the car with all my gear plus my friends in the third row and make it right to the base of the slopes with all-wheel drive. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Hello and welcome to another episode of Attacking Third, a CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today, as always, by my colleague and co-host Lisa Roman, broadcaster and analyst for CBS Sports. On today's segment, we're doing a news and notes episode for everybody because there's been a lot of news floating around, primarily rosters, but we're going to expand the roster conversation outside of the U.S. Women's National Team on this episode, and we're excited about it. Before we get into everything, a quick reminder to subscribe to us on YouTube. For NWSL Extended Highlights, exclusive interviews, our live recaps, and so much more, youtube.com slash attacking third. Hit subscribe. It helps us out big time here at A3. Lisa, how you doing, buddy? Sandra, I'm good. We haven't done a news and notes in a while because... There's been Wednesday games, uh, but now we get a we get a midweek break from NWSL action, which is pretty nice because it gives us a chance to catch up on all the roster moves that have happened. Yep. Um, there are international rosters coming out uh, for Euros, for CONCACAF, and we get to take a deep dive into them because that means players will be missing for a chunk of the NWSL season through July um, ahead of the international window. So clubs need to adjust kind of what they're doing, how they're playing, everything like that. But um, I am good. It's it's a little bit thunderstormy in Philadelphia today, but that's all right. I kind of like that weather. I've got a nice candle going and we're recording here. It's It's good. How are you? I love the kit. Listen, you look great yep. here, Pitt. appreciate it. Thanks, homie. I always like the compliment. Appreciate yeah. it. Uh, I I have I love that you brought up the weather because like the other day we had like tornado warnings in <laughs> in Chicago. So I was like, this is an interesting development because it happened very very quickly. It went from like there's going to be thunderstorms in the area to like actually hear some alarms. They're going off constantly. She like go out and seek some shelter, and it was it came on very very that stuff usually happens and develops very, very quickly because I just remember getting these alerts on the phone and stuff like that. And like just seeing people just going about their business until they didn't have to go about their business any longer. And I was like, Oh my goodness. So, uh, you didn't see yeah. a truck there, did you? No, 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 I did not. We got, it ended up being a lot of, um, a lot of rain, thunder, a lot of wind though. It was very, very oh. windy. There was, I, I saw a couple, I follow a couple Chicago photographers and some socials. And uh, I did see that there was like maybe some partial debris from like a wall that got missing. Wow. And I was like, wow. I was like, that's a little bit, uh, I said, that's a little scary, uh, quite frankly. And I was like, so it, it, incredibly it's uh, scary. Tornadoes yeah. are so destructive. My, uh, oh. my cousin, like, <laughs> we were all like checking in with each other, like, is everyone okay? Like, so everyone was uh, was doing okay, but yeah, I, when you're saying like thunderstorms, I'm like, yeah, it just it's those early summer storms are definitely in the area 
for right now. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe that's a good way to to start off the episode with the gloom. Unfortunately, we wanted to talk about maybe injury news, you know, before going into some of these other things. But um, we saw some injuries, you know, take place over the course of the previous NWSL weekend slate of games. We saw a player like Kayla Sharples uh, exit out after uh, the pitch. And as at the time of our recording, unfortunately, we don't have an extra update uh, on that right now. But uh, she exited the, the match against Orlando with what looked like a, a knee injury and ultimately Kristen Press uh, in the uh, Angel City match against Racing Louisville had also exited the match with what looked like a, a lower leg injury and she had announced on Monday and confirmed that it actually was uh, you know a tour ACL and uh, I cannot I just I cannot emphasize how much of a drag that was oh. so just sort of like have that confirmation uh her just sort of tweeting out to, to everyone my heart's broken i've torn my acl readily accepting all love prayers virtual hugs dog pictures and smudging ceremonies love you all xx and it just it's just you hate it i hated it i was like, seeing it happen in, in real time um you just don't and then obviously you know we talked a little bit about it in in, in the recaps of those games mm-hmm. um with some of these players going down, if it's somebody like a press or somebody like a sharp was like obviously two very different positional roles, but you look at these players and how, what they were doing for the respective club teams. And you got to imagine a big loss for, for angel city um, with Chris and press out now for the foreseeable future. Yeah. It's truly devastating to see that report. Um, it, it didn't look great when she went down in the game with angel city on, on Saturday and, the fact that it took a while for the training staff to get her off the pitch and then she was helped off, um, not on her own power. So it didn't look good right from the start. But then to to see her put word out there on social media that she did, in fact, tear her ACL um, gutting. Like, yeah. I, I was just gutted when I read that. So devastating, so heartbroken. A player that has worked her way back to the top of her game and – Uh, come back into the NWSL playing with her hometown in Los Angeles with Angel City being the face of that team, uh, really driving them to be one of the best clubs in the NWSL that they're trying to be. And she was a huge part of that and doing incredibly well throughout the NWSL as a club, as a player. And then to have this happen is just devastating, devastating. It comes after a number of other injuries. I, felt I was going to say, like, what happened? About, I just felt like again. Like yeah, that's also we, what I felt like. We were just here confronted. talking about Katarina Macario, the U.S. international playing for Lyon, uh, winning Champions League, and then tearing her ACL. And the two players in what felt like back-to-back succession um, at, at incredible peaks of their career, having to suffer an incredible, horrible injury. Um, yeah. So prayers. Just- yeah. It's also just like the timing of it for for some of these players. Like they knew they know that these are players that have uh, have had double duty. You know, it's club and country, and they are players who are very aware of the calendar in front of them. Like twenty twenty two is a year to to really to bulk up, right? To sort of stack up and and get everything correct. You know, for what's ahead in twenty twenty three. There's qualifiers that are going to be coming up very very soon. And that was absolutely my reaction too with it. I was just like, once she kind of confirmed that that's what it was, I was like, God, I was like, like another one. Like that was like, that was absolutely like one of my 
immediate reactions just you know with with lynn williams her uh, hamstring issue but but press williams davidson uh macario you know these are players who have uh you know sustained these kind of major kind of knee or leg injuries but that's not you know not even thinking expanding that a little bit and knowing that muis is someone who is you know been dealing with uh, you know some some lower leg injuries doll kemper with the rib injuries um and it's just it's just uh it's just a tough time right now i think for that um for when you're looking at the actual national team and then also the club teams that these players represent they're just like big pieces of those lineups that uh, that are missing so hopefully it is a um a speedy recovery for yes. for press and we an get to easy, see her back on the pitch an easy road to recovery yeah, right yeah. Like those are things that no we like yeah and we pray and we're starting the smudging yeah. ceremonies press like she like she said like just follow just follow the uh just follow the advice that she was send that dog pics and smudging ceremonies yeah. <laughs> we also have um this is we we talked a little bit about how the trade window has opened up uh during this time across soccer and for for NWSL there was uh, the trade between been racing and Kansas City that we chatted about that sent uh C.C. Kaiser and Edison Merrick to the current in exchange for some allocation money. Uh, but there's also other things happening within the league. And, and recently Aaron Simon was waived by uh, Racing Louisville as well. And within the release, it was uh, in reference to, you know, to pursue other playing opportunities. So we will see if, um, you know, we were saying, Lisa, when we were talking about that trade initially with Kaiser and Merrick, um, that if there was going to be another piece, you know, coming within, you know, this was the, the first part of a bigger picture scenario. And I don't know or imagine that this is that other piece. I just think it is, you know, this is obviously Simon is a, a player that came uh, into this squad as, as part of the, you know, expansion draft and has seen her, her playing time diminish, quite frankly. We haven't really got to see a lot of, of Simon in uh, 2022. And so I would imagine, you know, a player like hers is, is looking for a team to, to go ahead and, and get an opportunity to get, get extended minutes. So I don't, I don't really view this as like the other piece that I think that we were maybe looking uh, to come through by, by way of Louisville, but um, do hope that she does get some, some extended minutes uh, her way as well. I mean, to see this coming out of Racing Louisville, there's been a lot of turnover happening with Racing yeah. Louisville, um, with with Merrick and Kaiser, as you just mentioned. And now um, as Simon gets waived, it's it's almost like Kim Bjorkegren is having a little bit of turnover there. Um, we've seen Nadia Nadim come back into play, getting minutes there. But um, uh, all the best for Aaron Simon. Um, it seems to be that there are plans in the making for, for other places that she can go and other things yeah. that she can do and other leagues that she can join. So best of luck to Simon. We'll be, we'll be watching and following closely and hope to yeah. see you return to the NWSL soon. Let's uh, let's chat about uh, not so much player movement anymore, but uh, there's some NWSL overlap that's been been happening in terms of recent roster drops. And I'm excited for us to chat a little bit more about CONCACAF as a whole and sort of the overlap between NWSL, because that stuff is just it's delightful to talk about. I love that you can look at some of these um, some of these rosters across CONCACAF that have dropped recently and a lot of them are for camps that are coming up I know for Mexico they announced their roster 
for the upcoming friendlies that they are going to have against Peru versus um, we had a roster drop with the United States women's national team where they went ahead and announced, they just said, we're going to, this is going to be the 23 players that we take to mm-hmm. Mexico in July. But here's also a couple other players that we're going to keep within training for these upcoming friendly so a little bit of a of a different type of rollout for for rosters whereas the u.s are just saying like this is it and this is who's going and i think within some of these rosters for like jamaica jamaica for example they're having a a camp um to have all their players uh, together before they go uh to mexico so they're going to do two weeks of training in colorado so it's like it's like different types of rosters but i think even when we're when we start looking through Jamaica's squad list and Mexico's squad list, that there's going to be probably a big bulk of players that we're going to see in these July qualifiers as well. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Why don't we uh, just go ahead and start pointing out and shouting out some of these NWSL uh, players who have been announced to some of these rosters, Lisa? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, CONCACAF is big. There's a lot of crossover. Um, A lot of it's geographically close to the U.S., which helps that crossover a little bit more. But um, for the Mexican national team out of North Carolina forward, Diana Ordonez called up for these June friendlies as Mexico plays against Peru. Also out of Houston, Maria Sanchez, the forward. Um, she's called up to the Mexican national team with O.L. Reign, Jimena Lopez, and Karina Rodriguez out of Washington Spirit, all being called up for that June window for those friendlies uh, where Mexico will play Peru. But there's a number of other um, CONCACAF teams that also have uh, players being called up. Jamaica has a lot of NWSL crossover with Sydney Schneider, goalkeeper out of Kansas City Current, Allison Swaby out of Angel City FC, um, Havana Salone out of North Carolina Courage, and Satara Murray out of Racing Louisville, all being called up to the Jamaican women's national team to play for the CONCACAF W Championship. And Jamaica is in the group with the United States and Mexico and Haiti. It's a, it's a hefty group yeah. uh, that foursome makes up, but a lot of familiar faces for NWSL fans that are excitedly getting ready to tune into the CONCACAF W Championship that starts July 4th. It's right around the corner. It's so much closer than we anticipate. (laughs) Like before we know it, we're going to be like talking about all of these players again, (laughs) but just like actually with, with matches under their belt minutes under their belt for sure. During, during July, Um, looking at Mexico, we were, we're seeing some, some overlap as well. And we're, we were really excited about that. So being able to, to say like, Hey, there's actually a handful of players here for the reggae girls uh, representing in CONCACAF 
but there's also the same, you know, there's a bit of a handful for uh, for Mexico as well. So uh, I think maybe one of the, the biggest names out there that people are probably going to be keeping an eye on is um, is Diana Ordonez. She's got a couple goals with Mexico under their previous um, qualifying tournament that took place in, in, in April and February. Now getting the call up to these Peru friendlies uh, at the end of the month. Uh, Maria Sanchez uh, for Houston Dash, also part of that uh, roster, and O.L. Reigns, Jimena Lopez, but also uh, Karina Rodriguez of the Washington Spirit. So uh, a little bit of a, a bigger squad that mm-hmm. uh, that, that Monica Vergara is, is taking, um, you know, they're collecting together for these June friendlies ahead of uh, the CONCACAF qualifiers in, in July. I would imagine she has to, you know, do some work <laughs> to narrow it down. But uh, selfishly, I would love to see <laughs> all of these, all of these players who are representing an NWSL on that roster in July. And I feel like there's a good shot for for these these players. I think when I'm when I'm looking at a player like Diana Ordonez or Maria Sanchez or Jimena Lopez, like Jimena Lopez is a player who has one of these players that obviously came up through through the the collegiate system alongside like players like Ordonez. Rodriguez and Sanchez, but has also kind of been within that national team pool for mm-hmm. an extended period of time, even with perhaps some some coaching rotation um, at various points for the uh, Mexican Federation. Uh, so I would imagine that she is going to be a player that's that's a lot for them. And I just don't know how like when you're looking, if you're evaluating or looking at like current form, I'm just not sure how you like leave somebody like Maria Sanchez off of that. So I would imagine that we will probably oh. see these players uh representing mexico especially uh, diana ordonez i think she's just been so tremendous uh with north carolina courage and and what she's been able to do yeah i mean tough decisions across the board for all of these international coaches but um in terms of scheduling i think this is a little important to touch on the nwsl continues to play throughout july they have an international break Uh, that starts July 18th uh, with with games ending on the 17th and it goes until July 28th. So there's um, uh, over a week, uh, seven, eight, nine, 10 days, 12 days of that international window. However, on July 4th is when the CONCACAF W Championship starts and that runs until the final on July 18th, which is when the NWSL international window starts. And then the UEFA Women's Euros, that starts on July 6th. That runs all the way through the end of the month, July 31st. So there are a lot of players missing. We've already experienced it in the NWSL with Houston Dach. Rachel Daly has been called into the um, England international roster, which is traditional for her. And she's already reported. So she will be gone until if England makes Makes it towards the championship the 31st uh, out of the NWSL, which is the entire month of July, yeah. and he's missing about three and a half weeks of June. So this is a this is big. Like having these rosters come out, it's very exciting to see all of these NWSL players being called into these rosters and these international camps and and the tournaments that are taking place. So you're not going to see them in the NWSL. Yeah. You've got to watch the CONCACAF W Championship. You've got to watch the women's Euros. You've got to watch these friendlies that Mexico is playing against Peru if you want to watch these players. And uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. These players are very <laughs> good and it's fun to watch them with their national teams and see what they do differently. Like Rachel Daly. I also like I, striker for Houston. She plays defense for England. Go yeah, watch it. It's really fun. Outside, back. Her. <laughs> outside back energy. Um, I, I just am like I just like pointing out the overlap because I think for 
maybe mm-hmm. like people who are newer to to NWSL or newer to you know following uh, women's soccer. Like I love when you can point out the overlap in that because if you are watching like. If you're watching NWSL on, on a regular basis and, and then you sort of see these national like these sort of bigger national international tournaments kind of come into play, it's an opportunity for you to point out and be like, hey, like I know what this who this player is, I know what they can bring to the pitch, and sort of see how that translates uh on the international stage. Um, and I'm always looking forward to that. And um I love that there's this overlap between all of these major tournaments. So we've got like the, obviously the big one that we're going to be keeping a close eye on in the CONCACAF W championship. And we're talking a little bit about euros and the overlap with players there, but also like African cup of nations is, is uh, going to be kicking off as well in July. And there's also some awesome representation there with, with NWSL players, uh, both out of Gotham, you know, so we've got Estelle Johnson that's going to be linking up with uh, the Cameroon national team and Ifioma Anumanu, who's uh, was selected uh, for the Nigerian national team. Um, they're going to be making their preparations in Morocco. So this is, this is another one of these tournaments that's going to be taking place through a long stretch of July African Cup of Nations July 2nd through July 23rd and I'm hyped for it I'm I'm really excited for this uh this Nigerian national team I, I it's the hope that kills you they say but I'm I'm excited to sort of see uh these players you know sort of come together and hopefully go on a good run and then ride that into to 2023 as well so uh keep an eye on African Cup of Nations as well if you're able and uh, you mentioned Rachel Daly for for the Euros already uh with England um by way of Houston Dash but a couple other players representing in the Euros as well. Um, Orlando Pride's going to be, John Thought is going to be participating with Iceland. Uh, Sofia Jakobsen with Sweden. And uh, Portland Thorns, Natalie Quika with uh, with Finland. So, like, I again, I'm loving that like we're able to go through these kind of major tournaments and be able to say, like, look at these like, handful of players that we get to watch, that we've been watching week in and week out and evaluating and uh, analyzing. Yeah, I love it. All these players uh, being called up. It's fun to talk about, fun to see them um, do different things. I mean, Sophia Jakobsen specifically with Sweden, she's a player that I've watched with Sweden for years. I mean, even throughout the Olympics last year. And then when she was uh, traded and coming to San Diego Wave FC, it was so exciting to watch her then play with players like Alex Morgan and Jody Taylor. And now uh, to have her back with Sweden in these Euros, it's incredibly exciting to see. But yeah, there's a lot happening. There's a lot of overlap going on, a lot of players being caught up and a lot of different things happening. Um, There was also some news that came out uh, due to the U.S. women's national team and the CBA between the men's national team and the women's national team and and the pays that are happening there. And that's being put into place uh, for this CONCACAF W championship already. These players are seeing benefit um, from the dollar dollar bills that will be (laughs) coming its way uh, towards this CONCACAF W championship, which is great to see already the benefits uh, for these players coming off. Yeah, I love that. Uh, shout out to the homie uh, Meg Linehan, just sort of yeah. uh, putting the numbers in perspective. Doing the math for all of those yeah, who don't want to do math. <laughs> yeah, for people who don't want to do math, Meg, Meg Linehan's got your back, uh, and I appreciate that as always. But uh, based, essentially, it's kind of putting it out there for, for everyone that for, for U.S. women's national team players who are on the, the two-day, uh, two-game-day rosters with Columbia coming up, um, there's going to be some some 
added benefits there in terms of, of pay. So you're talking about 8,000 just for an appearance fee, potential 5,000 game bonus um, up to, you know, two, two times that you're talking about over 25 K right there. When you're looking ahead to the W championship roster, just 10 K for the appearance fee, you have a $14,000 uh, bonus, a game bonus. And if you maybe meet those across the five games, you're talking $120,000 in, in potential max out uh, yeah. totals. So uh, if you if you have a player that's going through all seven games, you're talking even higher, closer to uh, 150 in comparison to just appearances for the roster and actual uh, game bonuses that are met. So I love it. I love that we're like getting to see this finally come into play yeah. uh, very, very quickly. I'm uh, thrilled for for the players who have the opportunity to, to hit some of these, these marks. Um, but in terms of bonuses, uh, some, some news out of Spain is, is well, the, uh, the Spanish side, uh, they will also be receiving the same bonuses as their male counterparts. Um, it's part of a new five year agreement and the uh, Spanish football federation uh, just recently announced that. So we were like looking at, wow, there's a, there's an opportunity here. We're starting to see some things change a little bit. And it's, it's nice to sort of see that. And especially when it comes in the form of uh, dollar bills, like you said, Lisa, uh, <laughs> but it was like seeing that it was like exciting, but at the same time, it's like taking good with the bad. And I kind of didn't like that, but there was also some additional roster news for them as well. They recently announced that Jenny Hermoso is not going to be available for the upcoming Euros. And I was like, well, this is this is quite the bummer. Like, I there's just I wish I could put it in another way. But um, yeah, very prolific player has uh, been part of the Spanish side for a very, very long time. Obviously, huge, huge piece for for Barcelona as well. So just, you know, these are the moments, like these are the big stages where you like get really excited in a different type of way to see these types of players go, go head to head. And um, just, yeah, just unfortunate. Yeah, really, really sad to see Hermosa ruled out. I mean, she suffered an injury in the training camp with Spain um, ahead of this. I, I believe it was like a ligament damage during, during the prep that she suffered, which is just, horrible um so many injuries right like I know. it's back to back to back and and we've talked about it, it the does, u.s it puts a damper on it i hate to be that way but like exactly. i think especially if you're like a neutral and you're like oh like i'm if you find yourself and you're the type of person that watches this sport or watches these type of tournaments and you are are, are into these things specifically for you know a certain type of player performance like that that puts a damper on things so like for totally. people who are like really excited to see somebody like a Katarina Macario play in a tournament a CONCACAF qualifier for the first time are probably like this is kind of a damper for me or, or people who were like maybe excited to see Jenny Hermoso like go to another Euros and see what she can do like that's a, that's a bummer. Like it puts a damper on it, I think for you. And I don't think that's unfair to to mention or say. Like there are people who are yes fans of of their clubs or fans of a national team, but there's a, a lot of people out there who are fans of performances and yeah. fans of players. So when you look at that or you see an injury or you see an absence on a roster, you're just like, gosh, that's a uh, that's that's it for me. I'm out, and I, I can hardly blame him. So, um, but delightful to see so much overlap uh, again uh, between NWSL and a lot of different rosters across many different nations. I'm very, very excited for that. I remember during the world cup that like the league did like, um, like a 
a whole collection like it was a graphic on, on their social about like all the players who were participating in the world cup and like i would love to see like that again i would love to see like all players who are like currently participating in all these massive tournaments and cups like during yeah during the month of july so um that's my request i'm putting in my graphic request <laughs> right now i want to i want to see it um but yeah that's it for today's episode thank you all so much for listening to attacking third you can follow us on tiktok twitter and instagram at attacking third we're on apple podcast spotify stitcher and anywhere you listen to your shows we're also available as video subscribe to us on youtube visit youtube.com slash attacking third if you have questions for us you can leave us a five-star review on apple podcast with your question and we'll answer it during a mailbag segment and we will be back friday with a full nwsl preview for sandra Herrera and lisa roman this was attacking third